There's no denying that sugar makes a lot of food taste great, but it can also create all sorts of problems, such as turning your body into a fat storing machine. Now, even though eating too much sugar will cause you to gain body fat, you don't have to completely avoid sugar to maintain a healthy weight. As long as you don't have too much and you balance it with the rest of your diet, you can stay lean without having to completely avoid and give up sugar. And this is a really good thing because for a lot of people, eating would be pretty boring if you eliminated all the sugar from your entire life. That's why it's important that you find the right way to balance it with the rest of your diet. The problem is that it's so easy to overeat sugar because it tastes delicious, but it's not filling. Luckily, there are a few clear and obvious signs that you could look out for to find out if you're eating too much sugar, and today I wanna to go over eight of these easy to spot signs. So let's get started with the first indicator that you're taking in too much sugar, which will be pretty obvious in the mirror. You start gaining more body fat. Our bodies are made to be able to process a very limited amount of sugar. In addition to removing excess glucose from the blood and storing it in your liver and muscles, a hormone known as insulin is also responsible for storing excess glucose as fat. This problem can snowball and become much worse because if you eat too much sugar, you'll decrease insulin sensitivity and create insulin resistance, which will cause more insulin to be released every time you eat sugar and more fat to be stored. The bottom line is the more sugar you eat, the more efficiently your body's fat storing mechanisms work. But elevated insulin levels aren't the only way sugar will cause you to store more fat. You see, sugar is made up of two molecules, glucose and fructose. Glucose is essential to our metabolism and is required for energy production. Fructose, however, is a different story. It's not part of the metabolic process and your body has a hard time dealing with it. In fact, the liver is the only place where it can be metabolized and used. In the liver, fructose is metabolized into fat. It's then secreted into the bloodstream. Fructose has the ability to cause resistance to a hormone known as leptin, which is secreted by the fat cells. Now this is a major problem because leptin's job is to send signals to the brain, and those signals are meant to tell the brain that we've had enough energy, so we no longer need to continue eating. When you become leptin resistant, the brain doesn't correctly receive this signal. Studies show that a high fructose diet can in fact cause leptin resistance. This means that when the fructose that's contained within the sugar we eat, when it's metabolized, it enters into the bloodstream where it raises blood triglyceride levels. This prevents the transportation of leptin through the blood to the brain. As a result, the brain doesn't get the message that the body is full. It actually thinks that we're starving and produces the urge to keep on eating when we really don't have to. That means that our daily calorie count goes way up and we start putting on the pounds. Another sign that your sugar intake has reached its upper limit is that you start experiencing dental problems. Believe it or not, sugar itself is not bad for your teeth. The problem is the lactic acid, which is produced by the bacteria in the plaque that eats the sugar. Lactic acid will lower the pH level of your oral cavity. It'll also remove vital protective minerals from the enamel. If this protective layer of enamel is gone, the tooth is now exposed to all sorts of pathogens and bacteria. Tooth decay now becomes a definite possibility. However, this can easily be avoided because the less sugar you eat, the less lactic acid you'll have in your mouth and the healthier your teeth will be. The other bad thing that sugar can do to your teeth is that it can cause white patches on your teeth as a result of damaging the protective enamel that they're coated in. So if your teeth feel painful, overly sensitive to changes in the weather, or sensitive when you bite down, it could be a sign that too much sugar is going into your mouth. Let's move on. The third sign is constantly craving sweet foods. Researchers have been taking a closer look at precisely how sugar-dense foods affect our brainwaves. 
It's led them to come up with a new term known as hedonic hunger. Hedonic hunger refers to the times when we have an insatiable desire for food despite the fact that our body has no need for it. The stomach is actually full, yet our brain still craves certain foods. The body's conventional hunger response is known as homeostatic hunger. Hormones and neural pathways produce a rumbling sensation in the pit of your stomach when all your readily available energy sources have already been used up, and you now have to start dipping into your reserves. Then, after you've eaten, you'll replenish your available energy sources, which causes hormones to send signals to the brain telling your brain that you're full. Recent research indicates that eating foods that are rich in sugar have a similar reward center entrancing effect as gambling and even using drugs like cocaine. In a 2008 study that was published in the Neuroscience magazine, rats that were given sugar in their diet were seen to have huge increases in the release of dopamine. This release was equivalent to the release of dopamine when these rats took in amphetamines and alcohol. At the same time, they had a greatly reduced satiation response, which meant that they weren't feeling full even after filling up on sugar. Even though this study was conducted on rats rather than people, the lead researcher of the study concluded that the reviewed evidence supports the theory that in some circumstances, intermittent access to sugar can lead to behavior and neuromechanical changes that resemble the effects of substance abuse. In previous centuries, the consumption of high sugar foods was much more of a rare event and the energy gained from doing so was needed by the body to function. The challenge today is to not eat too much. If it has a similar effect on our brain's reward center as cocaine, even if the effect is more mild, that can still make it very difficult to not eat too much. Just seeing and smelling sweets can be enough to excite our reward center. Then from the instant that the food makes contact with our taste buds, messages rush off to the brain and the hormone dopamine is released. Dopamine is a feel-good hormone, which brings on a strong sense of satisfaction. The worst part is when we overindulge and eat too many sweets, a huge amount of dopamine is released. In fact, so much is released that we start to become desensitized to its effects. As a result, larger amounts of sugar are required to feel satisfied. Before long, a vicious cycle has emerged, requiring you to eat more and more sugar. This keeps you hungry all the time, which is obviously something we don't want. We want to maintain a healthy weight, and that's going to prevent us from doing that. The next sign is one that could be caused by many different things, but if you know you're eating a good amount of sugar and you're constantly feeling tired, the sugar may be the cause of the problem. You see, when you eat sugar, it gets converted to glucose, which then enters into your bloodstream. This will create an immediate energy rush, but then your pancreas will be stimulated to release insulin in order to balance out that high blood sugar level. The insulin will store some of the glucose in your muscles, some in your liver, and any excess will get stored as fat, but ultimately, your blood glucose levels end up depleted, which causes an energy crash. This is a vicious cycle because after that blood sugar crash, you'll start craving more sugar. And if you satisfy that urge, you'll end up going through the whole energy high and low cycle again. Now, many people don't even notice it, but they're going through this process all day, every day, especially since a lot of this sugar in their diet tends to be hidden in processed foods. If you're one of these people, it'll cause you to feel tired all the time, which is a definite sign that you need to cut back on the amount of sugar that you're eating. The next sign is that you're starting to break out more than usual. You might start seeing more acne or you might start having other skin issues like excessive oiliness or dryness. Some people still don't know that diet plays a key role in the management of acne and the health of your skin and hair in general. Sugar directly affects the hormones in your body that control the rate of cell exfoliation. 
it causes them to become imbalanced, which then causes the pores of the skin to become inflamed. It also increases something known as sebum levels, which end up blocking your pores, resulting in more acne. On top of the increased likelihood of acne, too much sugar can cause a chemical reaction known as glycation, which causes premature aging. When you've got too much sugar in your body, the sugar reacts with proteins and fats to produce what are known as advanced glycation end products, or AGEs. These AGEs break down the collagen and the elastin which supports your skin and keeps it looking young. As a result, your skin will start to become wrinkly. You can also develop an uneven skin tone and you'll start getting age spots. So if your skin is starting to look worse or if you're having acne breakouts or wrinkly areas starting to appear, you're seeing another concrete sign that you need to cut back on your sugar intake. The sixth sign of too much sugar in your diet is if you notice your blood pressure going up. For a long time, salt has been believed to be the major villain that causes high blood pressure. However, recent research seems to indicate that sugar is the real culprit here. In a review that was recently published in the Journal of Open Heart, the authors state that excess sugars in the diet may be more strongly associated with high blood pressure than the overconsumption of salt. Fructose is once again the component of sugar that does the most damage. The rise in insulin and leptin levels caused by fructose consumption leads to insulin resistance like I already talked about, where as I said, your cells are simply overwhelmed and no longer able to take in insulin efficiently. Now you might be thinking, what does that have to do with high blood pressure? Well, insulin stores magnesium, so when you can't take insulin into your cells, you're not able to store magnesium in them either. And this is a big deal because the magnesium in your cells relaxes your muscles. But when you don't have enough magnesium, your blood vessels won't be able to relax. This will then cause a rise in your blood pressure. While that's going on, fructose is also causing an increase in uric acid. This restricts the nitric oxide levels in your blood vessels, making them less elastic. This also causes an increase in your blood pressure. So if you're noticing that your blood pressure has shot up, there's a good chance that you're taking in too much sugar. The next thing that you'll wanna look out for is if you're constantly getting colds and the flu more easily. The reason for this is because eating too much sugar has been shown to depress the immune system. Specifically, it impairs the proper function of your white blood cells. Our white blood cells keep us from getting sick by destroying the viruses that cause us to get sick. To do their job, however, white blood cells need vitamin C. In fact, there's 50 times more vitamin C in your white blood cells than there is in the blood that carries those cells. Now, glucose can cause problems because it's structurally very similar to vitamin C. When there's a lot of it in the blood, the white blood cells will mistake glucose for vitamin C and pull it into the cell. The problem with this is that glucose is obviously not vitamin C, and the glucose makes it much harder for the white blood cells to do their job of wiping out the viruses and different forms of bacteria that cause diseases, colds, and the flu. This impaired function of white blood cells is the reason that diabetics are more likely to pick up viruses and why they have a harder time healing their wounds. But it's not just diabetics who are affected. Any person who's overindulging in sugar is gonna negatively affect their insulin sensitivity, making it harder for insulin to do its job of lowering their blood sugar. This leads to yet another vicious cycle where there's more glucose in the blood being picked up by more white blood cells. Eventually, the immune system winds up being very negatively affected, making it more likely to get sick. So bottom line, if you're finding yourself getting sick more often than you're used to, it could be one more sign that you're having too much sugar. The last sign of an excessive sugar intake that you will have to combine with other signs is you'll feel yourself becoming more anxious. 
While sugar itself doesn't directly cause anxiety, it can make the symptoms of anxiety worse. These symptoms include nervousness, irritability, inability to concentrate, and even full-out panic attacks. This happens because the sugar rush that's followed by a crash can mimic the same symptoms of anxiety, such as shaking and feeling jittery. Animal research has confirmed that too much sugar can bring on anxiety-like effects. In that same study where rats were overfed sugar, not only did it lead to severe sugar cravings, but it also led to an imbalance in dopamine, ultimately resulting in increased symptoms of anxiety. Another study from 2009 showed that in addition to anxiety symptoms, excess sugar consumption also impairs memory. So feeling more anxious than normal and finding yourself more forgetful are two other signs of too much sugar in your diet. Well, that's it guys. I really hope you enjoyed this video and I hope it's helped you out. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to my channel, hit that bell icon so you can be notified whenever I release more free tips and tricks just like the ones that you found in this video. Also, if you're looking for the fastest way to significantly reduce your sugar cravings and if you're looking to lose a lot of weight and body fat in the next six weeks without having to go through years of trial and error, check out my six week challenge. Clients of mine that have already been through the challenge have lost an average of 20 pounds or 5% of their body fat in only six weeks. With this challenge, you'll get a customized meal plan, a progressive 42-day workout plan designed to burn fat fast, and an accountability coach to help guide you through the entire process. The best part is, as long as you complete the challenge without cheating and without quitting, you can have the whole course and all the materials for free. To find out more, click the link below in the description, or you could visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon.